G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. But to talk through issues of healing for a broken heart, always good to talk to Dr. Genevieve Milnes. She's National President of the Christian Counselling Association of Australia and, of course, the Christian Counselling Association Australia in every state around the country and counsellors who have some theological training. Now, Genevieve, also National Clinical Director of Psychology Australia, and she's joining us. Hello, Genevieve. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you. Hello to you too and hello to everyone. Genevieve, always love our conversations and I know that our listeners uh, will be wanting to participate in this one because this one is something that uh, certainly common to so many people who've gone through uh, broken relationships, whether it's a broken romance from your teenage years into your adult years or all of these other particular areas where we can experience a broken heart. I guess this is something that you'd come across fairly frequently. It is something that's common to most people. It is indeed, and it's that feeling of being overcome by grief or despair or filled with a great sadness, especially because someone uh, you love has left you or has died. And even I was thinking, Neil, some uh, something you have loved or some project you have thrown yourself into and hasn't worked out for you. Um, and I often speak to missionaries who've been overseas and have come back and have felt brokenhearted about um, why they had to leave or why it didn't work out for them. So we have a whole range of reasons why um, people do experience a broken heart. Genevieve, is there different levels of uh, the pain that people experience? Because that teenage romance that breaks down, that's probably somewhat different to some of the other broken-hearted things that can happen. Perhaps for someone who, who not by their own decision, goes through a divorce, they've been abandoned by their, uh, their, their uh, spouse that they might have been married to for decades. Uh, is yeah. there different levels of this broken-heartedness, some of those that are a little bit easier to deal with than others, or are they all just as painful? Well, it's interesting you should ask that because I was just reading up about some research from the University of California, um, which was indicating that emotional pain may be more closely linked to physical pain than scientists had previously realised. So, you know, that the distress from rejection, for example, registers in the same part of the brain that responds to physical pain. So, I mean, we know that physical pain can be at different levels, so there's no reason why we couldn't expect that emotional pain can be at different levels as well. Well, we want to get into this topic today and certainly want to invite listeners to be a part of our conversation. And it's not all going to be sort of, you know, highfalutin ap- academic. I think, <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, the sorts of things that I, I guess we'd like to hear from listeners today is, uh, you know, if you've gone through a, a time of broken heartedness, how did you feel? How did you deal with what did you do to soothe that pain? And uh, mm. things like how long did it take 
to overcome that difficulty and that challenge and the the painfulness of the anguish of going through that broken heartedness. So one 316 for listeners who might be brave enough uh, to share their own story or uh, to share some way that you were able to address or overcome your broken heartedness. one 316 So where do you start, Genevieve? If you are one who has gone through a, let's just narrow it down to, say, a broken romance and uh, yes, you're going through romance. that rejection, what do you, yes. what do you, what do, you do to, to make an, a start to address that? Well, it was interesting. When I was thinking about um, broken hearts, you know that old song, by the Bee Gees in 1971 with Barry Gibb singing How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? Remember that one? I think, I think you've got the tune down pat, actually. Uh. <laughs> I do remember it. It is, a, it is one of my old favourite Bee Gees songs. Yes. <laughs> well, it, it's true. you know. And I think there was a time in my life when um, you know we had been involved in a, in a project for many, many years and that project really came to an end and I had a real sense of, you know, failure, I guess, and of having what I, you know, described as a broken heart. That's what it felt like. It felt like my heart was actually broken. And I I really, you know, at that time, it it wasn't a person or a relationship. It wasn't romantic, but it it was a very, very deep sense of having a broken heart. But I do deal with people who come in and, you know, sometimes couples come in together and, and they're both broken um, in the sense that their, their marriage or their relationship is not working well for them. And so I work with people to restore those relationships, um, but not just between each other, but, you know, individually in their, in their own selves to actually bring them back from that sort of brink of despairing and um, being filled with that great sadness. Um, and so, yes, I do work with people like that, and it, it is a pleasure, actually, and to be able to see people, um, you know, really consider themselves and the, and, and the things that they've been going through. But, you know, sometimes people with broken hearts really don't want to be here anymore. Mm. They want to give up and just, um, you know, give, throw the whole thing in. Well, so. that's, a, that's the, uh, the big downside, is that some people mm. end everything because of a broken heart. Uh, yes. So that's why it's important to talk about this. It's Neil Johnson with you. It is the Wednesday edition 2020, and we're talking about healing for the brokenhearted today. Our special guest, Genevieve Milnes, who's National President of the Christian Counselling Association of Australia. And I think we've got some uh, issues there with a few gremlins in the telephone working. Uh, they're all uh, sorted out now, but uh, great to have you back, Genevieve. Let's see if we Thank can. You. We'll see if we can pick up where we uh, left off just a few minutes back. Uh, when we talk about where do you start when you are going through the grief and the anguish of a romance relationship breakup and you're, you are actually classified as someone who is broken hearted, where do you start to address that? There, look, there are several things I guess you could do. Um, and one is to to get someone that you can talk to. Um, to be able to go through it and, and not just ignore that brokenness that you're feeling. So, you know, just to stand still and, and some therapists say, you know, feel the crack. Um, and that's probably what you have to do because there's really no shortcut, you know. 
uh, you have to grieve something in order to move on. And if you, you know, if you try to get on with life too early and you haven't grieved it, it grieved the broken brokenness of your relationship, for example, then it will come back to you. You know, it's sort of like, you know, if you go around something um, and it's tearing you apart inside, then you're you're going to bump into it somewhere down the line, you know. So you have to really uh, experience that, talk about it, um, you know, work through it if you like. Otherwise, you're going, it's going to surface later um, and, and the pain will still have a stronghold over you. Interestingly, when you say talk to someone, and uh, here am I talking to you. Uh, you're yeah. a psychologist, a counsellor. I mean, I'm not yeah. getting a, I'm not getting special counselling for a broken heart, not today, anyway. And I hope I don't no. uh, anytime soon. But <laughs> but the, the idea of it doesn't have to be necessarily someone who's a professionally trained counsellor that you talk to. But is it is it appropriate for a confidant, uh, someone who's your close friend, uh, to walk through you? In those uh, with you in those circumstances yes it is it's good to have a good friend but you know let's not forget that friends are there to you know to to walk through life with us but you know sometimes things get a bit too heavy for a friend and 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 um, we don't want to be heavy on our friends we, we want to be able to talk to them and express our um, you know our brokenheartedness to them but to rely on them too strongly, I guess, is not good for the friendship in that sense. Because, um, you know, sometimes I know that when you know, I'm out, out socially or I'm just sitting having a cup of coffee and someone starts to talk about a very heavy subject, and I think, oh, you know, I feel the, the drain. And I think our friends, you know, we don't want to um, wear them out. You know, <laughs> yep. that's right. So yeah. it's there's there's going to be times when you need to talk through issues with your friends, but you need to be a little bit guarded at just how yeah. deeply you do go. And if you know that you've got a really deep issue of anguish and pain, yes, uh, then it is worthwhile seeking someone who might be a little bit detached. And, and I guess if we bring in people in your local church, uh, some people who have some training in counselling, uh, your pastor in your local church, I guess that's a that's an intermediary level, I guess, maybe before you get to professional counselling? Yes, yes, indeed. And I, look, I think that the, the, the aim of counselling really is to help you to be more resilient, to stand on your own and, and you know, to realise that, okay, um, yes, you've had a loss, but in a sense, we, we're trying to make give people that resilience to be able to go through crises and and to be able to stand and and know that they're okay and that they're going to make it through, you know. And and there are different levels. I guess we talked about levels before of pain, and there are different levels. I guess of you know, I meet people who are very needy and they need someone else, um, but that very neediness really. Is kind of like a weakness, you know. It's it's about making people strong and able to go through these trying times, and to really come out the other side, um, being a stronger person, or or knowing, or or realizing maybe you know if it's a broken relationship, the things that have happened, and being able to examine those things in detail, and then perhaps to do things 
in a different way or even a better way or, you know, redo things um, and and know that you're actually going forward, you're moving forward, you know? Yep. Genevieve, we'll take some calls from listeners in just a few moments uh, and listeners who might like to share their own story of overcoming a brokenheartedness, uh, even sharing uh, how you soothe the pain, how long it takes to get there. Uh, 1-800-316-316 if you'd like to participate in our con- conversation today. Uh, Genevieve, before we go any further, let's uh, maybe uh, just a few brief points about some of the things that you do need to do in overcoming this uh, broken heart, whether it's a romance or any other uh, crisis situation you've gone through, uh, just a few brief points and we'll get our conversation rolling. Uh, you mean to, to help, to assist? Yeah, the, you know, the, the idea of, uh, you know, going through the, uh, the pain, not necessarily yes. around it, those sorts of things uh, that we yes. can do uh, just briefly and we'll, we can enlarge on some. But, but if, you're, if you're listening in and you're thinking, well, I haven't got much time here, quickly hit me with some ideas about <laughs> overcoming my broken heart. Uh, so uh, hit us with a yes, few points. Yes. So, so, you know, in time, um, it's going to be pretty vital that you, you're able to put the pain behind you and move forward with your life and, and love. Um, you know, otherwise, you're giving away your power to the people who maybe hurt you. Um, so the more you think about the pain, the worse it is, the more you're giving your power away. So the process of actually dealing with a broken heart is to be able to move forward and to have that resilience, I guess, and not be giving that power away. So you're working towards empowerment. Um, and sometimes the relationship you need to rescue is the one with yourself that's, you know, moving past the breakup. It's all about you, really, not about the other person. So it's how you conduct yourself, how you are um, going forward from this. So when you're in a relationship and you have invested your whole self and then there is a tearing apart of two yes. people, this is, is what you're saying here, when, you, yes. uh, when you've got to f- rediscover who you are as a person because you have yes. given your whole self away. Yes. Yes, that's right. And, you know, there's, I think the word codependence comes in here. You give yourself away so much that you're actually living someone else's life and you're living for someone else. So the idea, I guess, is to, to you know, get to know who you are and, and, and to build your own strengths and to, to like yourself and to be able to um, recognize that you are a person in your own right, that you, you don't necessarily need someone else to always support you as a, as a leading post, you know. All right, we're so taking it, calls. Yeah. 1-800-316-316. If you'd like to be part of our conversation today, let's hear from Jonathan, who is in Perth. Hello, Jonathan. Welcome along. Yes, hello. Jonathan, what are your thoughts on uh, healing for a broken heart? Uh, you know, as i listening to the speaker, you know, I've gone through me, want to get in the ministry. I saw a a downfall and somebody rejecting you. I went through it. It was not easy one in the in the in the nineteen I think sixty in nineteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety ninety seven. I went through it and I came here. My children have been all scattered, going through children now coming to you, they you have a broken heart, those who you love and you see them going anywhere they want to go. 
they abandon you. So, you know, it is not easy, as as you were talking. It takes only the Spirit of God to counsel you, to bring you to that position of knowing who you are. Because we can easily say it. Sometimes you see it. Some, it is, or some of the pastors, they don't understand. They say, oh, that one is easy. It's not hard. But they don't know the pain you are going through. So it takes only yeah. the Word of God and the Spirit of God to counsel you, to take you who you are. So as we are talking, it's not easy. Even it can have physical effect on you, like you're sick. Like, like I remember in my home, there was a tough time that even I went, I was having high blood pressure because I was thinking so deeply about this thing. I have the pressure and I have to... Okay, there's physical effects that even kick in there, Jonathan. And uh, Genevieve, you were reflecting on that too just a little earlier, the idea that it can be like uh, like a physical injury, like a sickness, as Jonathan's describing there. What are your thoughts on what Jonathan is sharing? Yes, now, and I can hear what Jonathan is saying, and it's a, it's a loss of so much. It's a loss of relationships of people you love and um, you know it's, it is a pain and it's a daily pain you wake up with that pain and you live with that pain all day and yeah it is very similar to uh, a physical pain because it hurts and it seems to hurt somewhere in your heart so um, and it's it's learning I suppose to live without the things um, that caused that hurt, and and it's it's regaining your life. It's it's pulling back, you know, into yourself and and being a whole person, even though you have lost things. It is actually uh, learning to be whole and complete in yourself, so that you have that resilience to move forward. Jonathan from Perth, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us on 2020. Donna from Albany in WA. Hello, Donna. Welcome along. Oh, hello. How are you? Very good, Donna. What are your thoughts on healing for the broken heart? I think it's um, very important that we um, look after, like the sheep look after the shepherds. You know, the sheep, the shepherd looks after the sheep. And personally... I find that um, you've got to be careful you don't overburden your friends, but you need your friends to help. But also, there's, it's no, it's, I don't think it's a weakness um, coming to deal with your problems and um, going to the leadership for prayer. Um, but it's a popular thing at the moment that you have to be strong in yourself and, um, not, and what's happening is people are not, sharing their hurts and problems because they don't want to appear weak and so they don't get healed and eventually they leave the church because it's not dealt with and um, and I think it's a strength of character to come and get help and and Jesus is the only one that can heal a broken heart and if we point people towards Jesus and pray for them and and that's what our um, home group at the moment is doing we're looking after each other a bit more we're not expecting yeah. every, mm. everyone to um be some good points there strong. donna let's hear from genevieve uh, yes. people who sort yes. of hold it all in and don't share their hurts that's it's, right it's not um, a not a comfortable and not a healthy situation it, it's not and i really love the fact that there's a group of you who are committing 
to help others, you know, and to listen to others. And, and that's a great strength because if you have that common purpose, then you are more open to carrying the burdens of others. Um, and of course, in a great way, because you're not just carrying them yourselves, you're actually taking them to God to, and, and that's, that's the purpose of the group. So I think that's a fantastic group. And it's it's great that you've um, you've just brought that in, Donna, because um, that's what churches, I guess, should be about, shouldn't they? And we should be there for others. But I, I, I see so many hurts in the world today that I wonder sometimes where the helpers are, you know, because there's a whole lot of people hurting. And so to to have a group like that, I think, is a, a wonderful thing. Donna from Albany in WA, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020. There's another side of the coin here uh, that is really quite prominent, Genevieve. It's one thing to be the person who receives help from people when you're going through a broken-hearted situation. It's another side of the coin to actually be the person who is aware or sensitive to those who are going through those hurts, being the friend rather than actually Mm. expecting to have the friend to support. What do you say to people who are not going through the brokenheartedness, but they know people who are? Yes, and and I do I do know many people who are there for others, and and that that's that's a great way to be. In fact, it's a great way to help you get through your own grief is to turn around to help others or do something that that is you know um, productive in the community or join a group or you know do something like that, so that you can in turn help other people because of what you're experiencing yourself. Um, But there are a lot of carers, Neil, and a lot of counsellors, people who are going into the counselling profession and psychology and all the the mental health um, profession. And, uh, you know, it it is an amazing movement, I think, in our country that we do have so many people who have made a profession and, uh, you know, a real commitment to help other people. And I guess that's what it is. It's about in the end, isn't it? It's about becoming resilient so that we can then be able to help others. And, you know, as I reflect on the number of organisations that present counsellor training, uh, there's a, quite a lot of them that you'll hear here on the Vision Radio Network, and uh, and they're doing a wonderful job equipping people to be able to uh, handle the situations of going through that anguish and hurt and pain of people who are going through a level of brokenheartedness. Your encouragement, just before we take some more calls, Genevieve, for people to actually seek some level of professional training uh, for for counselling to be able to uh, to be able to deal with these sorts of things not just in an ad hoc way but because they've had some training to be able to help people through a brokenheartedness yes and i you know being the president of the christian counselors association and working with our association for many many years um, i have seen many people come in um, and work their way through the counselling training uh, which is very very important so in, in a way, you know, it's, don't just go out and start counselling people unless you really feel, I guess, called to that and, and you really want to do some training because it's the training that's going to equip you to deal with the many and varied types of problems and disorders that uh, we are facing today. 
So don't be afraid of the training and please get the best training possible. And, you know, don't be afraid of, of you know, going to university and doing the counselling um, degrees, bachelor's degrees, uh, master's degrees and so on, because that is the, the best way to be able to help people is to get the skills, get the strategies and techniques that you need. Um, and training is the best way to go. We're talking about healing for a broken heart. Our talkback line open 1-800-316-316 if you'd like to contribute to our conversation our special guest this hour is Dr Genevieve Milnes she's national president of the Christian Counselling Association of Australia it's called CCAA that's the initials simply google that you can find some more details about the CCAA and of course how you can find a Christian counsellor in your state taking calls on 1-800-316-316 let's hear from Russell in Slacks Creek in Queensland. Hello, Russell. Welcome along to 2020. Hello. How are you? Look, I really like to thank Yahweh, God, for his word. In Proverbs 18.10, the Lord is my strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. And I applied this many a time in my marriage and I was having a lot of trouble. And when my wife walked out on me and took me girls, that's what I did. And, um, as I say, God looks at the heart in First Samuel three six in First Samuel uh, sixteen seven. God looks at the heart, and, you know. He really sees if you're really going to trust Him. And I come back on Matthew eleven twenty eight. You heavy load and come unto me, and I will give you rest. You know, and you try and push it aside. And what I'm finding in Isaiah 40, 31, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings of eagles and they will walk and not faint. They will run and not grow weary. And the day my wife walked out the church, my minister, or nobody never come near me. But I thank God that I had spiritual parents and a couple of other close friends that helped me through it. And I thank God and praise God for them sort of people, you know, that they're there. Yes, but Russell, let's hear from Genevieve. Genevieve, faith in God, relationship with him, knowing yes, him closely. This has got to be a real strength to, uh, to go through these things. Of course it is, yeah. And, you know, thank you, Russell. And I'm reminded also of the psalm that says, He heals the brokenhearted and is binding up their griefs. Um, So really, you know, in those moments, I believe that, that if we go to God and we say, you know, please help me, I have a broken heart, and God already knows that, and and God, to me, it was a miracle to think, what can I do with my broken heart? Who can mend a broken heart? And then I believe that God said, I can heal your broken heart and I can bind up your griefs. So I'm really with you there, Russell. Thank you so much for contributing. Yes, uh, thank you, Russell from Slacks Creek. Our talkback line open, 1-800-316-316. You might like to contribute. Uh, How did you cope with the pain of a broken relationship, Uh, whether that was a romance and marriage, a family crisis, 
Uh, how do you soothe the pain? How long does it take to overcome this brokenheartedness? Uh, what do you do with the guilt and the blame? one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. If you'd like to be part of our conversation, Dr. Genevieve Milnes, National President of the Christian Counselling Association of Australia, is our guest. Genevieve, you like to get people to make a list, uh, good and bad points, uh, what's mm. what's the value of writing down your thoughts if, as you're going through this level of pain? Well, I guess you need to know which activities will make you feel good and which ones don't, obviously. Um, and, and then you won't really know which activity belongs on which list until, until you start trying those things out. But, you know, um, it's, it's, you know, doing things, I guess. We, we often do this in counselling. We have... Um, a list of things that will make us feel good. And I talk about raising the serotonin in your brain. Yes. Um, we need to know, you know, which words we use, even, you know, even down to words, which words are we using that are not making us feel very good. So it's kind of whether you actually put it on paper or whether you keep it in your head, you know, have that good list in particular um, of things that you can do or think or sing uh, you know, or say, um, and particularly I work with this, this therapy called CBT rewiring, which is about um, saying those things which are good for your brain, which um, produce those good feeling chemicals like um, serotonin. So you really have to be conscious and aware and intentional about helping yourself and getting better. What about those sorts of responses, uh, emotional things like crying and, uh, you know, do real men cry if they're going through uh, their own brokenheartedness? I guess crying is, is for men and women. What's the value of crying and therefore what's the value of even being able to have a laugh as you're going through these brokenhearted pains? Well, there have been some studies done, Neil, on both laughter and crying. And I'll deal with laughter first because it, it heals uh, in many ways. Um, you know, um, we, there have been many studies done about laughing and about how that increases your, you know, once again, your um, neurotransmitters, your serotonin and so on. Um, and, and also crying. Apparently there was a, a biochemist, William Frey, who spent 15 years as head of a research team studying tears. And among their findings is that emotional tears, as compared to tears of irritation, like when you cut an onion, they contain toxic biochemical byproducts so that weeping removes these toxic substances and relieves emotional stress. So it's good to go and you know grab a box of tissues and cry your afternoon away. However, let me also say, that some people just can't stop crying. So it's a good thing to stop as well. Mm. And <laughs> yeah. so laughing and crying, they both have real value in the way we sort of adjust our emotions when we're going through that roller coaster of emotion that happens with the broken heart. They do, but when we look at different personalities in people, some people find it easy to laugh and cry and others don't. So you know, we can't really push people to do something that they don't naturally feel good about. But we can, I guess, encourage people to laugh more and to have a cry if they 
feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. yeah. We're taking calls 1-800-316-316 to be part of our talkback conversation today. Julie is in Margate in Queensland. Hello, Julie. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Julie, what are your thoughts on healing for a broken heart? Um, in my um, situation, I, um, I, <clears throat> I did this um, program called Celebrate Recovery, and it's um, a reco- recovery program based on eight principles from the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. I did that in 2012, but what it actually took me on was a journey, a life journey, and having <clears throat> to go right back to my childhood because the brokenness started there. So um, it's taken me five years to get past my um, just uh, my relationship. I've only had two, and um, but I'm actually now um, at a point where I can speak to that person, and you know I've learned so much, but I'm still in recovery, you know, and, yeah. and praise God mm-hmm. that He walks with you as you go through this. Um, yeah, and it's you know unfortunately for me, I've um, lent on alcohol and cigarettes to you know get through which is not not the right way to go about it um but god you know is continuing to um to do a good work in me julie i couldn't have done it without him let's hear some thoughts from genevieve on julie's Mm. story Mm. yeah look um i can i hear you julie and it does take a while and it, it can take years as you said but being able to work through that and discover things about yourself. Um, it, it's a process, isn't it? And it's, um, I think life is wonderful in that sense that we, we sort of come, we, we do something new and we think, great, I think I know everything now. <laughs> and then we realise that we don't, so we move forward to the next thing. But that's life and um, it's learning from the past, it's being able to overcome that hurt and the pain and to move forward. And it's great that you're in you know, a good place now that you can um, look at, you know, what's ahead and, and, and what are the new things that God is teaching you. Julie, what was the name of that program that you said you were doing? The one I did um, was Celebrate Recovery, but they've actually um, Australianized it now. It's now called Recovery Road and Mission Serenity on um, the Gold Coast at Narang. Um, Graham and Michelle Hood um, run that program. They're an absolutely wonderful ministry. Um, yeah, it's really, if anyone's interested, if you um, mm. Google Mission Serenity at, um, on the Gold Coast. Wonderful. Um, Julie, thank yeah, you um, so much for your input today here on 2020. Julie from Margate in Queensland. Uh, let me ask you, Genevieve, uh, there are probably lots of programs that people can do. I guess they all have some level of value. Mm, yes, yes, they do. And uh, I often... Um, suggest to the couples I'm working with that, you know, we do some sort of program. Um, and one of the ones that I've been using is one by Harville Hendricks, which is uh, Getting the Love You Want, which is a couples program. And I have found that to be very good. But there are there are lots of them and um, they all have their strengths. So uh, it's good to sort of keep an eye out for those, even make a list of them perhaps. And um, if you, you know, to, to share with friends or just to maybe do yourself. Helping you make sense of life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. 
Good to have you along with us. It's Neil in the Hot Seat 2020 and our special guest this hour, Dr Genevieve Mills. We are talking about healing for a broken heart. Genevieve, when we talk about healing for a broken heart, we're talking about a lot of things that you can do to perhaps uh, increase your inner strength to be able to face those things. What role does physical exercise actually have in overcoming some of the the challenges that this anguish and pain that comes from brokenheartedness brings? We know that um, you can actually literally work out your grief by running and swimming and walking or perhaps something like kickboxing um, because it will give you some immediate relief. And, you know, that's what we want sometimes, something to distract us from our thinking. Um, And on a a physiological level, uh, because that exercise increases the activity of our serotonin and norepinephrine and stimulates the brain chemicals that uh, foster the growth of nerve cells, but also um, on an emotional level because you are taking charge and becoming you know, the master of your mind and body, which is what we need to do because we need to be in control of our thinking, of our emotions, you know? Uh, just reflecting on what Julie was sharing just a little while ago, where she said uh, she was leaning on alcohol. Uh, the idea of something to drown your sorrows and get you through the pain, uh, that's one way that people are leaning. What you're saying is uh, if you look at exercise and a whole lot of other things, there's some alternatives uh, to yeah. those popular yeah. alternatives, drowning your sorrows. Yes, certainly. And, and you know, really becoming involved in something so you know for example you know belong to a camera club or 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 or, you know i don't know stamp collecting whatever you're going to do but do it you know learn to do it with all your heart so that you can distract yourself from that pain and because we need to be able to control the pain and the hurt and the thoughts about that Um, and whether it's by distracting ourselves or whether it's by directly you know telling ourselves recently I've been working a lot with talking to yourself because if you can talk to yourself you're able to calm yourself it's a bit like God talks to us and shows us how to talk to ourselves you know to to even say the sorts of things that God says to us just to really calm ourselves and to put ourselves in a good place so Yes, we can work things out um, physically, um, but we can also work things out rationally in our heads as well. Taking calls 1-800-316-316, talking about healing for the broken heart. I think it's, is it Maxatine from Parks or have I got a typo? Is that Max for short? Hello, is that, who am I speaking to? Oh, Maxine. Okay, I've got a little typo there. That I'll blame our, uh, I'll blame John, who's uh, who's uh, answering telephones today. Uh, Maxine, sorry, what's your thoughts on on this uh, topic of conversation today? Healing for a broken heart. Um, I just wanted to share. There are times when you've got to go through it just on your own with God, and um, you know you really got to hang in there with Jesus because He says He will never leave you nor forsake you, and He really means it because He said He's not a man who should lie, and I've experienced all that. And I've even experienced him, you know, just in a court case, give me a verse, you know, so that um, I wouldn't sort of break down and everything. He just, he hangs in there with you. Yeah. So Maxine, all that pain was actually a time of deepening your 
faith deepening your relationship with God? Uh, yes, and it's, it's not something that happens overnight. It's a, it's a walking with the Lord. Uh, your yeah, thoughts, Genevieve? Yeah, and uh, I, I recall there are some authors who write about that, um, and they're sort of saying, you know, don't waste your sorrows, if you like, but, but go to God and allow God to bring you through that so that you're able to even rejoice in times when you thought you wouldn't be able to. So, you know, it is really something that as a Christian we have that, that we can go to God and uh, God can assist us in that way of moving forward and moving through something with that deep underlying peace that we have. Yes, he even um, does miraculous. I mean, I was at a point where I thought, well, I'm going to end it all. And yes. he, he just miraculously came along with us. Someone knocked at my door at that time. Yes. So he, he will carry you. He, he will yeah. go the extra mile for you. He won't give up on you because he says so. And I've experienced That's right. that. Yes, yeah, no, I, I heartily agree with that. Thanks, Maxine. Uh, Maxine, thank you so much for your input today here on 2020. Uh, so much to talk about in so little time, uh, Ge- uh, Genevieve. Uh, quickly on this topic of forgiveness, because this is one yes. of the central things of our Christian faith. How valuable yes. is forgiveness when you're going through a broken-hearted time? You, there's, a, there's this quote from a movie, The Tale of Despero, Um And it says, there is one emotion that is stronger than fear, and that is forgiveness. Okay, so it's about um, reconciliation and forgiveness, because forgiveness requires hope, you know, believing that a better place exists um, and that that terrible pain won't be with you forever. And, And one day you will be. Um, excited enough to get up and enjoy the day and, and go out with your friends. And so hope is believing that the sadness can evaporate. Um, and, and you're, you know, you won't always have that forced smile on your face, but you can move forward. But in order to forgive and to move past that fear, you need to find hope. Um, and so forgiveness is, is a process as well about forgiving people who have hurt you or harmed you and, we can't forgive easily because sometimes these the things that have happened to us in our lives are huge and we we need help to move past those things. And Genevieve, just quickly, with this idea that um, everything's fallen to pieces, my romance has failed, the relationship yes. is broken, will I ever be able to trust and to love again? What is mm. the answer? Mm. Uh, well, you know, we have two choices, really. We can close off our heart and leave it in a broken state and and just, you know, defend ourselves and put up the, those those walls around our heart. Or we can make a decision that we can love again and deeply, just as intensely as we did before. And um, it was Henri Nguyen who urges us to love again because the heart only expands with the love we're able to pour forth. And he says, and I'll just quote him here, the more you have loved and have allowed yourself to suffer because of your love, the more you will be able to let your heart grow wider and deeper. When your love is truly giving and receiving, those whom you love will not leave your heart even when they depart from you. 
The pain of rejection, absence and death can become fruitful. Yes, as you love deeply, the ground of your heart will be broken more and more, but you will rejoice in the abundance of the fruit it will bear. Well, that's beautiful and uh, certainly always appreciate your wisdom. And this type of topic is one that we all either have been affected by a broken heartedness or one that we may well all face sometime into the near future. Uh, Dr. Genevieve Milnes, National President of the Christian Counselling Association of Australia, simply Google CCAA. Uh, there are Christian counsellors in every state, one may be near you. Uh, Genevieve, always wonderful getting your insights. Thank you so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.